Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hey friends, I'm back. Hope everybody is having a blessed, warm, relaxed summer so far this year. Um, I was really thinking through something the other day as I, I don't know about you guys, but I, one of my favorite, favorite things to do with my children is reading books. Now, this is funny because I was not an avid reader as a child, and I only became an avid reader as I got, um, basically, once I became a mom, I wanted to swallow up everything I could about motherhood, about faith, about Jesus, and then I started getting into some some great novels, and I've just loved reading, and one of my favorite things to do with my kids before and after I started homeschooling is to do read-alouds. Um, I read chapter books to my kids at night or during snack time. And there's been some seasons where that ebbs and flows and I am not reading nearly as much as I wish I could because either um, the baby is extra needy or our schedule is busy. But it's definitely kind of the rock of um, sometimes my connection with my children is through our read alouds and our chapter books. And it's funny because one of the books I was thinking about, which we haven't read um, together. But I remember it was, it was while my kids were still in school and my daughter, it was the series was one of my daughter's first books she started reading, which looking back now, I wish there was other books that I had, I had thrown at her at first, but these are just happened to be books. I was like a new mom. It happened to be books I had in the house and it was on the Ramona series for any of my friends here who remember Ramona Quinby, um, and the books by Beverly Cleary. Uh, it was just, such a delight to see my daughter um, read through and see through the eyes of Ramona Quinby. But I want to open us up with our Bible verse of the week before I dive in any deeper of why I'm referring to Ramona Quinby. And our Bible verse is this, Matthew 18, 2 through 6. And it says, he called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, truly, I tell you, Unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Okay. Um, so I was reflecting and remembering um, Ramona and the stories and the antics of Ramona Quimby with her sister Bezos and and friends and it kind of this not this novel series kind of goes travels through um, Ramona's years in adolescence and preteen and and all that and one of the underlining themes you tend to notice throughout um, the books is Ramona's somehow ability to always get herself in trouble always somehow do something that wasn't what her parents or a friend or often a teacher wanted. And I remember one time I was driving home when my my daughter was reading the series and we were playing also. So sometimes series my children also read, we would play them um, audiobooks in the car. And I remember driving home, listening to Ramona, and there was an instance where she had gotten, um, she had had a horrible day of an egg that her mom had packed her 
um, a hard-boiled egg. And she had cracked it on her head to try to peel the egg. And unbeknownst to herself, what her mom had packed in her lunch was not hard-boiled, but rather a uncooked egg. So the yolk and everything poured all over her head. She was mortified and teased and just wildly embarrassed. And she came home having a hard day and then did something... I don't recall at this point because it's been years since I listened to this part of the story, but I remember she had done something. Um, she had gone into a room or did something or something with cooking and and just was having a hard day and did something that her parents came home and were like, or her sister was like, what were you thinking about something else that she had done when she had walked, um, when that person had walked in the door? And, and I remember listening to this and realizing, wow, Ramona's heart is so innocent here. And so how how easily she is being um, yelled at and unintentionally shamed for a mistake that she made, right? And I thought it started making me really take a look around and realizing that this often can be the place that we find ourselves with our own children. Because I think we as mamas often forget that our children did not come out of the womb knowing all the rules. Um, they were not, they did not come out of the womb knowing to be obedient. They didn't come out of the womb knowing that you shouldn't paint all over the walls or you shouldn't dump out the coffee grinds or your bed should always be made in the morning. This is a slow training they grow go into with us. And I think a lot of times we make the mistake through the mayhem of our own days and our own lives of saying, forgetting that they in of themselves are um, a fully dignified human person that deserves the same amount of respect and tender care as you would with another adult. You wouldn't go up to an adult who's doing something simple, silly, and ridiculous because they weren't thinking, but their intentions were good, and you wouldn't start yelling at them and shaming them. You might giggle. You might laugh and say to that that friend or that colleague, uh, what's going on? And, and maybe in that moment, they could realize the mistakes that they were making, or you can help clarify. But for the child who's still learning, even if we think we've told them five, six, seven times that we don't color on the wall, that child in their, in their excitement, in their delight, in their creative beauty, especially while they're still little, sees a wall, sees a crayon, delights in wanting to try to draw that star they've been working so hard on and just went to work. And I remember there's so many instances of like of this in Ramona in the books uh, for Ramona where her heart was so pure and so good. And it made me reflect back on um, this time that I remember this is going to be kind of a silly example, but it, it sticks with me to this day. I remember being with a friend and my sister. We were young. I was probably, I want to say seven. And we are with a friend and my sister at the beach with her mom. And my sister and the friend had run down the beach playing in the sand. And I had was had dried off from coming out of the, the water at the beach and wanted to lay my towel back down. So I went to lay, I was shaking it out. And the mom kind of scolded me for shaking it out near her because it was getting sand on her and her towel. And then she said, you need to lay that down. You need to... Um, Stop getting sand on me by shaking out your towel right now or you're going to have consequences. And when I went to just lay it down, the wind blew. I remember trying to just lay it down and the wind blew it. And so, of course, it kind of blew in the wind. And I don't I don't know if even there was sand still on it, but I just looked like a disobedient child. And I remember being scolded and um, 
really with a harshness by this mother and told to sit on timeout on the towel for the next half an hour. And I remember the deep ache in my heart over the fact that I was completely misunderstood and unseen. I was distrusted. I was shamed for a simple mistake. And now we as parents often have to ride the fine line of is this child being disobedient or is this child having a lapse of judgment or is this child is experiencing something that was purely accident purely mistake and I think we have to be so careful in this realm of always leaning on the side of assuming the goodwill of the child because to this day I was seven and that remains with me as a a big memory from my childhood of feeling so misunderstood by an adult I just remember kind of having my eyes teared up thinking to myself, I was just trying to put it down on the beach. I wasn't trying to be disobedient. And the glare in her eye of thinking my heart intended something different really wounded my heart in that moment. So much so that I still remember it to this day. Wild, my friends, wild. Um, And I just love our catechism, to, to be honest, you guys. And there's this quote in the Catechism of the Catholic Church um, t- paragraph 2206 and it says the relationships within the family bring an affinity of feelings affections and interests arising above all from the members respect for one another I'm going to repeat that the relationships within the family bring an affinity of feelings affections and interests arising above all from the members respect for one another it goes on to say the family is a privileged community called to achieve a sharing of thought and common deliberation by the spouses as well as their eager cooperation as parents in the child children's upbringing now you guys it says it above all from the members respect for one another do we have the same respect for our children knowing their dignity knowing their uniqueness, knowing they are just as much a beloved child of God as we are. Do we have that respect for them as we would treat another adult? I think sometimes we get so caught up with knowing that we are responsible for our children's behavior that we put up the weight of the world. We project into the future. (laughs) Your kid starts acting up um, or being disobedient, and we start to fear that our child will either A, look bad, um, or even worse, potentially be, be quote unquote bad down the road. And so our fear comes into play and we start disciplining with more of a harshness rather than a gentleness. And I think it's just so important (laughs) for us to go back to the child on the beach laying down her towel or the, or the young girl who had a really hard day at school and then comes home and is misunderstood by her family. Like Ramona, children do not scathe go through this life unscathed. They do not, although they can have joys and and beauty and fun, we forget that when they're really feeling like they're struggling, they're crying, they're hurting, as much as these things might seem minuscule or tiny to our parental hearts that have seen much harder days, to them in their world, these are big things. And so I just think this is like an invitation for all of us to have a gentleness and um, a merciful heart always erring on the side of mercy with our children, which I think is precisely how God errs on the side with us. And one of my favorite saints of all time is St. John Bosco, because I absolutely love his heart. 
He was an Italian priest who had just this profound heart for young men, educating and um, training them up from the orphans that he met during the time, the poor orphans that he met in the streets and the, and the young men he met in the prisons. He became like a father and educator to um, many men and many young boys. And he had a philosophy of how to really connect with with them. And I just love this one quote from him. He says, my sons, in my long experience, very often I had to be convinced of this great truth. It is easier to become angry than to restrain oneself and to threaten a boy than to persuade him. Yes, indeed, it is more fitting to be persistent in punishing our own impatience and pride than to correct the boys. We must be firm, but kind and be patient with them. Okay, you guys, it's this disciplining with a firmness, but kindness that is so critical. And I think we forget that and we just <laughs> often are, are so preoccupied or so busy or so afraid of the consequences if we don't discipline well enough that we get caught up in the firmness and we forget the gentleness and the kindness and how much our kids deserve to be when in doubt trusting in their good will. I don't know about you guys, but there is nothing more painful for my my adult heart now than when I am completely misunderstood and someone assumes that my heart had an ill will motivation or intention when in fact it was innocent and pure. That's painful for me and in the development and formation of our children, I 100% believe that that is more painful for them than we may often realize. And we know from experience through the years that it's our kids themselves that are often forming us because they are training us in the virtue of patience, of humility, of meekness. And if our children weren't, um, were, were easy and always obedient and always listening and always following through and not making big mistakes we would have no we would not have so many opportunities to grow in virtue and faith and um another catechism quote paragraph 220 2227 says children in turn contribute to the growth in holiness of their parents each and every one should be generous and tireless in forgiving one another for offenses quarrels, injustices, and neglect. Mutual affection suggests this. The charity of Christ demands it. So my friends, this, I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode, but I just, as I'm going to continue to look into the eyes of my children, assuming the good, even if I have suspicions that they might be telling a little fib, or if they did recall and were trying to be sneaky, it's that connection between mom and child that will always lead to more virtuous living on both ends for both us and for our children. And therefore, keeping our connection at the as the forefront of our motherhood is far more important than making our children behave because we have strongholded them into behaving appropriately right um so i just want to um thank you guys for the um the feedback and the I just love hearing from you guys and the, um, it just really blesses my heart to know that in the most little ways um, what I'm doing here which is really nothing <laughs> um, how God is using um, my own heart to 
be just a tiny tool he can use to help breathe life into into your own heart so that we can encourage one another on this really often hard road and vocation of motherhood and wifehood and sisterhood and everything else in between. So thank you so much for reaching out and for your words of encouragement. It always, honestly, you guys, <laughs> blesses me to the point of tears almost every time. So you can always connect with me at Suzanne at Latte and Laundry. If you guys have any specific topics you would love me to touch on, I am always here. I might not always have the answers, but I always love to connect with other people that might have them and just love doing interviews and connecting with other people who just have hearts for Christ and want to continue to encourage one another on, on this journey. So let me close us up in prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, I, I, I praise you today for the gift of this vocation of motherhood. I praise you for our children, the babies that wake in the night, the toddlers who are clinging to our legs even in the most difficult moments, to our, um, our adolescents and our, and our teenagers and everything else for their hearts and for the gift that we have been called to have the honor of helping shepherd them back to you. I pray that you um, open up our hearts and our minds to, to see our little ones just as you see them, as these beautiful gifts to be delighted in and not to be controlled or formed. And that you continue to breathe life into our hearts and wisdom into our minds so that we can follow you and surrender our own our own plans and our own will so that we may be more obedient to your most perfect will and your divine providence for our children for our spouses and for one another i ask all this in jesus's name amen okay my friends as always it's such a blessing to be here with you and don't forget this summer we will be um, i'm thinking i don't know the exact week it will kick off in july but we will be going through um abandonment to divine providence i'm super excited about that and then i'm hoping to do a short little three or four part motherhood series um either later this summer or in this fall with regards to this this thing god has really put on my heart with regards to mothering with a red heart. Okay. Hope you all have a blessed one. God bless. Thanks for journeying alongside me today, friend. And if this episode or any of the episodes have blessed you, I'd be so honored if you shared it with a friend, rated or left a review. And as always, you can connect with me at Suzanne at LatteAndLaundry.com. God bless.